has been done. Change this. Done, it has been. No, done. Done, it has been. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Dare how you? I, I don't think that's how. I, I don't think I've nailed a Yoda speech. I don't know the rules for the grammar that he follows. Oh, yeah, so. I've never watched enough Star Wars to understand it as well, so. I forgot to give Jesse more spells, so that that's what I'm missing. <laughs> oh. Jesse? That's good. That's okay. You don't need them at the moment. Don't get, oh boy. I, mean, don't I, get I into already a have fight. some fourth level spells. So it's not like I, I'm like it's not like I've gained another spell level that I just can't use. That happens mm. next level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is very, very weird uh in today's today's episode. Uh mostly because there's stuff I do kind of want to do, but I can't really because it'll spoil some stuff. I mean, I guess I don't have to do it because of that. But I had some, I had some good ideas. I had some good ideas. But, um, nonetheless, we are, well, not we, more of a me kind of an issue. I, I'm in a little sticky situation here. Um, so. Welcome to DMing. So, um, because of the events that happened last episode, or last session, uh, things have progressed a lot further than I expected. And, uh, uh, fun fact, the, the fort, the 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 uh, armament. Uh, what what are some other words we can use to describe this building? Um, keep the eep. Yeah, keep. Oh, keep. I think you said eep. Uh, eep. The the EBDB. This uh, this impenetrable fortress that was very easy to penetrate. Um, a castle of dark. I don't know. I feel like impenetrable. Might not be the right word for it. Well, you see, we destroyed the flotation device, so we're good. <laughs> this, um, this land castle, small land castle, uh, was, oh, no, <laughs> uh, is, it, this was our, our end, our end game, I guess, for book, book four. This was the last portion of it that we are now leaving behind. Um, so, last episode, as a quick little recap of what happened, uh, we, we lost. We lost this fight. I mean, technically we won in the, in the sense that we know where to go and find Laos, uh, and we, we met the mysterious woman that has been speaking to the party, but we, we, we lost, we, we lost this battle. We lost this battle. Not the war, but this battle. Uh, and, uh, Taradriel, Thonvis, and Jira have been quote-unquote killed in a it's sense. They're pretty stone I mean, right now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fancy but little stone they statues. they could potentially come back, just like comic books. <laughs> uh, well, y'all, y'all, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. It leaves room for returns. Uh, stay till the end credits. We might get a, we might get a, 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 a scene there, an end, end credit scene, whatever. I mean, they could always just come back, uh, not unchanged from stone, and just be uh, just be uh, reclassed as Oriads. That's not how Oriads work. <laughs> no, I know, but you can. It's called make believe. Viv. Oriads are a very real thing, and that's offensive. Wait, what? What? Wait, did I deliver are that Oriads that well? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I know that, like, I, I know that there's some, like, D&D race, like, Pathfinder races that are, like, based on, like, real-life, like, people, so, like, were you... like real-life, like, mythological things, so, like... Were you seeing it like that, that because that word right, sounds like a very f- similar word to what they used to describe Asian people? 
Okay, using that, I believe, oh, is oh, racist. Hey! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I, I want to tell the story Oh, real boy. Quick. Story time. Uh-oh. Um, my, uh, my old... It's my, story it's, time. It's, story y'all, it's, it's racist story time. I'm so sorry. This is a thing that happened at work one time. Um, but considering, uh, my boss laughed at it, I think it's appropriate. Uh, not appropriate as in what happened, but appropriate as in, like, it's okay to tell. Um... So I had a, my old boss was, uh, was an Asian man, a um, little bit older than me, not much older. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, just a little bit older than me. And so uh, one day this, uh, this guy comes in, he's like in his 50s, 60s, he's an older uh, uh, white man. And he asks me where my boss is, but he does not ask me, where's your boss? He asks me, where's the young, you know, oriental lad? And he, I looked at him and I went, you mean, and I said the name of my boss? He's like, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, he doesn't work here. He's not working here right now. And so the next day I told my boss that. And he just, like, started laughing. And he's like, I didn't even know people still said that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't either. I just assumed that the people stopped saying that a long time ago. But apparently this old Texan man thought that the word was still in common use, apparently. And not only that... Expected me to understand what he meant by that. Hey, John, the so key words like... to describing that customer? Old Texan man. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe he thought that word sounded so fancy that it couldn't be uh, racist. I'm just surprised that that's the, that's the word he used. I'm just like, you, I know what you mean, but like, why did you say it like that? That's a lot more... That's a way longer word. It would have been easier just to say, do you know where that Asian co-worker's at? Or it's just what his name was, for one. Well, there's I mean, that, too. I mean... Because he knew what I... When I said his name, he's like, yeah, him. I'm like, well... It, it could be that, that the knew name who he wasn't was. fully in mind and he wasn't sure on the name. His name is on the counter. Like, he could just look <laughs> and it's like, the manager, this guy's name. Or he could have just said manager. He could have just said that! <laughs> but he decided to describe him instead! <laughs> look at the bright side. There is no bright side to this, is there? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, I usually try to look at the bright side of things, but it's a good party story, I guess. I don't, I don't want to look at the bright side. I have photophobia, and I will burn. I'm my a eyes. bit photosensitive hey, John, myself. I don't need you for this episode. <laughs> you don't need me for this episode. Yeah, I don't think we need you for this episode. You can go. You can go. That's fine. I'll just start my own podcast where I talk about uh, uh, like racist people you meet at work. Friends. <laughs> I, I have plenty of those. I was I told mean, to go John back to the country I came people, from. So there's probably but, a lot of stories uh, there. <laughs> I got told to go back to the country oh, I, I, I came from, which confused me a lot since I was born <laughs> here in America. I was like, ma'am, I'm already am. How, like, how did further you can I county? go? Um, but then I doubled Why down. You... <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You can go south. But you're almost there. Uh, I doubled down and I said I was uh, Samoan. So. Wow. So um, I was like, what? Um, now you're like super racist because now you thought I was Mexican. <laughs> and uh, she wasn't offended. She still told me to go back to my country. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that reminds me of like how kids in school. I think it's I think it's annoying how like kids in school, like just in general, like well, at least in my experience growing up, oh, were yeah. very casually racist. Uh, and it's so annoying whenever kids. like. Yeah, because, like, um, I remember, uh, I, we live in Texas, and, uh, the predominant race of people that are Hispanic here are Mexican. And so, 
people by default say Mexican a lot when they mean Hispanic people. And it bothers me immensely because I'm not Mexican. I'm Salvadorian and Colombian. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, that comes up in conversation sometimes. And then I'll be, they like say, oh, you're Mexican. And I'm like, I'm not Mexican. And it's like, <laughs> Arabic? And I'm like, bitch, there's other Hispanic countries. Why didn't you go somewhere else first? <laughs> well, I mean, you also have very curly hair. Uh, yeah, a trait that's very common in, guess what, Colombia. I mean, true, but <laughs> yeah, you are yeah, also, yeah. Uh, you're, you're, I mean, one, you're also not that light-skinned as well. And so that that seems like the, I'm not saying, uh, I'm saying that is typically the, the, the route they take, because I have a cousin who has also been told that he is Mexican, but they, they went with Arab first. It's like, oh, are you Arab? Because he's a lot more dark complected. And he has, like, extremely curly hair. He has really long curly hair. And he got, like, super, like, stun lock with that. He's like, no, I'm Mexican. <laughs> He's like, oh, we all look the same. I will say, when I when I was a kid, I wanted to have long curly hair. And then uh, I came to the realization that... Uh, Having long curly hair is a nightmare? Uh, no, 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 not that at all. It's that, uh, hey, uh, maintaining your hair is very hard. And I don't care for the time uh, that much. But uh, my hair naturally grows in all every direction except for down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now so, picturing John cool. with an afro, and it is hilarious. It is. It sounds amazing. I mean, I could easily pull one. Not pull one off, but I could easily make one. I mean, I just got to... Stop getting haircuts for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, I only get like three haircuts a year, so, I mean, you got to get lucky. Hey, that's two more haircuts a year than I do. All right. Wait, but you don't really grow a lot of hair. John, when you come to hang out next... You're going to have a bit of a startle. Wait, wait, do you do you shave your head? Once a year. I thought you were naturally bald. No, I am balding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you, look, dude, I hadn't seen you in hey. like three years. This is the podcast, guys. <laughs> 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 we're all learning a lot from each other here. I think with the exception of a few of us, I think we haven't seen majority of these people and a few years in person. I saw John one year, one day out of the entire year. I think, I think like in the past two, years, two ago? years, I would be the one who has seen the most of us. I mean, I, I think I've seen the most of us, like, every day. I look in the mirror, you motherfuckers, all the time, every day. You must be admiring yourself. Oh, God, man. Uh, Take a second no, to step back. Step down from that high pedestal you're on, John. Thank you. Yeah, step back to reality real quick. Damn. Come on, man. Okay, so... Let's just jump right into it. Uh, hey, b- b- hey, guys! Welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. I hope everyone's doing a okay today. Um, all my friends are dead. All my <laughs> friends are dead again. Not oh. all of them. Brackish is still oh. alive somewhere. Well, that's also true. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as he know, he can also be dead. Um, you spent way less time with them than you did Saul. Are they your friends? I think anybody yeah. that gives me attention is a friend. I guess we already kind of did the little small little recap. People are turned to stone. Assad took the coward way out and ran away, leaving his friends to die a brutal death. Uh, not giving it, not giving it a second thought. John's character and, made the uh, smart move for once. I think he gave it a lot of second. Uh, he's thought. always having second thoughts. <laughs> yeah, he he had them going back and forth on his option a lot. Yeah, he a even lot, gave it fourth thoughts. I don't know the way the person edited that episode didn't make it seem like you did. Um, you edited the episode. <laughs> you clearly left everything in. I haven't done that episode yet. Um, oh, you're gonna you're gonna edit it like the way I would edit it, just to spite me now, aren't you? <laughs> I just get to edit. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. I don't care about them. They're dead. Um, so 
Uh, that's what that that is the last big thing that happened. We did leave off with a very familiar face, not really a face you can see, more of you can hear, uh, arriving uh, at the last minute. I guess I don't know. Uh, there is some stuff I told uh, John off air, uh, but it seemed like they have already made up their mind, and so um, that's where we pick up. So. In all fairness, I only didn't want to make up my mind because I didn't want the audience to listen to another fucking episode where I had to, like, figure out what I'm going to do. I've made my decision when I put my hands on the table and yelled in succession, like, six million times, this is the decision that I am making. This is the decision that I am making. Yes. I don't remember I said that ad verbatim, but I, I, I said it that way so that I could just, like, not go back on it. I put the piece on the chessboard <laughs> down, put my hand back, and took a picture of it, sent it on the internet, and said, Y'all, this is the decision that I made, and I am not going back on it. Yes, but you make it sound like... It's about, as I think some people love to see people go through that tough choice that it, it, and go through their thought process of what they will do. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think like you taking that time to think of what to actually do was a waste of time. But um, but hey, it's already happened. And now we... Wait, what, what happened there? That's not right. Get rid of this here. Okay, so um, this is the end of book four. We 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 we. That's a very quick wrap up of book four. So uh, the game is y'all's. So uh, what was the total body count of book four? <laughs> okay, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. For all intents and purposes, because I categorized these in a little Excel sheet. Is this book five, episode one, or is this book four, final episode? Uh, this is is it is it called epilogue? I guess the epilogue. Book four okay, epilogue. so book four, yeah. book four ending. Got it. This is the last. episode. It depends on what happens. That's what I'm saying. If y'all go too quick, we can start book five almost immediately. But uh, right now we we are wrapping up book four, leading into book five. So hopefully this is an epilogue. Uh, one last thing, real quick, just before we go on. Um, the town that we need to go to is called Nerizavin, is that it? That is the city where Laos is heading. Okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yo, uh, I, are... I, I, I didn't write it down and I went off of memory, and I'm like, how the fuck do you spell Nerizavin? Uh, I'll, I'll, pay, uh, I'll go ahead and... Okay, so, we'll go into... I mean, everything was kind of quickly explained, uh, for reasons, you know? But we have plenty of time to go actually sit down and have this conversation to so we can actually know step by step what are the what are we going to do and i uh, I can give you a better details in the the actual place we're going to uh so we see Jesse we see Jesse and uh where where's everyone from the boat um this yeah, might that, take a minute that's also all Is there on, a place yeah. that we could probably sit down and talk about this because I, I we it's been a lot it's been a lot. Uh, they're, they're all dead. That was a quick explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it's also an unsurprising explanation. Yeah, Jesse, you know, I tend to speak in a very long-winded and a very, like, monologuing mm. kind of tone, so I think I'll just save the details there. That, that's, that's, that's what happened. If you want details, we can go over them, but that's just the short and skinny. Don't judge me, I'm gonna give you this token there, because one, I think it looks adorable. Oh, it doesn't- Whoa, what the fuck where'd this come from? I don't know, it was just like a free asset. I was like, I'm taking it. Well, what's it called? I, uh, it's I just like Techno just... Angel. Techno Angel. That looks so Oh badass. my god, that's adorable. I, I can zoom in on it. Now you can that's change. That's so cute. I flew as fast as I could, but like... 
I, I knew it was a long distance and... Well, we have um, other allies inside the building who have been turned to stone and, well, um, I'm kind of hedging my bets here just because I want to make sure that we survive, you know? Um, and I've made the unfortunate decision and uh, this is me, John, the character, the player, not being able to replicate the pain that he's going through, but just imagine that he's like stuttering and like in pain as he's talking. <clears throat> but, uh, um, but you know, I we had some allies inside, and they've been turned to stone. Unfortunately, I don't know if uh, I I don't feel comfortable going back in just because I nearly almost died, and I barely made it out alive here with Kakataf here, who uh, I don't know if we've been if I've even mentioned who she is, but um, th there was a voice that was helping us out on our journey, uh, talked to me, nestle sometimes, uh, and well, she's been guiding us here. Uh, technically, she's the reason we're even on this mission, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> uh, Kakatoff, this is Jesse. I don't know if, uh, you're familiar with Jesse. I don't know how much of your mind, uh, uh mind-penetrating abilities you've been really, uh, using. I don't know what's, what the scope of your vision is. Um, okay, this is a question I have, to, I have to ask the whole party. Um, we weren't censoring Zalmandor's name before, uh, before a certain point. Did Jesse know about Zalmandor? Yeah, that's my question too. How much did you tell Jesse and uh, what was the name of the bard you played? Were they a bard? Sirocco. Sirocco, right? Were, uh, yes, they were. Yeah, uh, Sirocco. I miss that guy. Yeah, I miss him too. He's he's probably he's probably he's doing probably well. dead. If Assad no, dies, no, he's not dead. Then who will play Vermglow? <laughs> No, uh, Soroka's doing fine. Uh, Jesse would know. She, she, but both her and Soroka went to the the people. I don't remember what the. They were all Desnas, right? Desna. Yeah, they they were a specific branch. They were specific order. Yeah. Oh yeah, an order. I mean, yeah, a specific order that uh that focused on seeing into the future, which is how Jesse knew to come oh. here. Well, there. He kind of looks. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that you. Do you say that in character or no? Nah, you haven't. Uh, this, I mean, you would have known. I, I will of the, You know the oracles, what they do. Yeah, and uh, her. She opened with, oh, good, I'm not too late. Yeah, that is true. Um, I have no idea how you, uh, how you even knew about this, but I presume uh, Adiastri had something to do with this. He seems like a very magical angel person. No, the Desnans, uh, me and Soroka stayed with that. They tend to see the future. Oh. Through dreams. Okay. Oh, Soroko. Oh, he was a good kid. Um, wow, that's really almost pinpoint accuracy. You were off by just like, ooh, I don't know, five minutes. Well, you said new allies, so it sounds like I was off by quite some more. And yeah, that's, potentially that's, that's location? True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you arrived to exactly where I am at. I, I don't know when uh, you were supposed to be. Uh, I don't know uh, what... Uh, I, I, I don't know anything about your vision specifics, so... Maybe we were given the vision so that I would arrive to you on time. My wings can only carry me so far. Alright, well... <clears throat> so, alright, um... We were on a little bit of a side quest here, trying to save some slaves. Um, and he kind of looks at you as he says that, and he goes, I... Hmm. I realize that might have been a bit relatable. I... Um, oh, god, yeah, I forgot. Yeah... <laughs> Yeah. No, d look, it's 
Uh, unfortunately, I, I know that this might suck, but we're kind of, I'm at least, abandoning that mission right now just because it's, I know it's probably within reach here, but I am scared of dying, I'm gonna be honest. That's understandable, but uh, while it may not be in our best interest to save these slaves, I, I know that might sound callous coming from me and my background, but there are much, much larger forces at play than than these people. But would would it help us if we somehow were able to recover the, the people in there? Adiastri can't be petrified because he's an Azada. Uh, we could make uh, an attempt. Can you unpetrify them? Hmm? Can you unpetrify them? Uh, no. He looks at you and Adiastri. Okay, I know that you guys have like weird like space powers. Can you like teleport them can you like shrink them so we can carry them just the problem is that they're like they're, they're like two ton statues right now each um i mean adiastri is pretty strong but so he could probably carry someone on his own just one person well he's only hands or, or no wait we, we should let adiastri talk it's like well i've only got two hands do you have ant hall i could have ant hall hold on let me check Mind you, I also can pick another level 1 spell, so I could just take Ant Hall. There aren't that many level 1 spells that are interesting. Maybe Reduced Person? Oh, I already have Reduced Person. Alright, yeah, we're, we're gonna take Ant Hall. I was already looking at it, and there aren't that many level 1 spells yeah. on this list. I would be able to carry up to 900 pounds. So, uh, well, we can figure out weights here, then. <laughs> uh, do you have, like, a communal Ant Hall, or is it just, like... Uh, It'd be for, for each, each person. person. We can at least get them out of there. Well, I'm suggesting we get people and get out. Yeah. Uh, no offense to the... Uh, I mean, we I mean, we could get slaves out, but I mean, it's specifically Thondas, Trodril, and Jira. I, I say names, not describing who or what they are. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, sure, those sure are names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about these people. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I realize that... Something tells me that you'd get along very well with Thonvis. <laughs> <laughs> this is out of character, but you guys could have a long conversation with each other. I don't know what you're insinuating here. Um, how much... How do you determine a character's weight? It would say here an average weight of a statue would be around six to eight hundred pounds. Oh, Jesus Christ. With Anhol, I would be able to carry one person. Well, let me check how much Adiastri could carry with Ant. Uh, what's Jesse's uh, strength score, by the way? Uh, sixteen. With um, oh, uh, you well, can... I would argue, I would argue <clears throat> that at six hundred and ninety maximum weight carry with Ant Hall for Jesse, she will at least be able to carry Thonvis because Thonvis is smaller than everyone else. I would think Thonvis will be is Thonvis is still a medium creature, right? They're on the lower end of a. Uh, no, Thonvis is small. Small, okay. So I would I would go with maybe 500 pounds for that and, one. For and then Adiastri has a strength <clears throat> score of 27. <laughs> yeah, he, the himbo can carry the other himbo. The largest... Which of the remaining two is the other himbo? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, hey audience, who's more of a himbo, Trodril or Jira? Because <laughs> uh, they're both Have idiots. you now listened to the podcast? I think it's Jira. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Jira. <laughs> However, Jira does have a malice that somewhat counteracts the himbo stat. That's not because of him, though. That's because of his. Uh, that's because of a uh, feat that he took, where it's it's more. It's, it specifically says 
It's because of his, uh, it's because he's an ifrit who loves to just watch things burn in general. It's like how humans love solving puzzles because that's how our brains are hardwired, you know? Like, if the, if, if he had an ability that was like, you're really good at Candy Crush, that's not a, that's not his fault. That's just because that's how his brain is hardwired. To be fair, it didn't have to be people. He could probably just carry around a torch. Well, that's not what it said, okay, so... Look, if the requirement for being lawful good means that you do things within the scope of morality, but, you know, uh, in, in whatever conventional world you're in, it's dictated that it says that liking Candy Crush too much is a sin, but it's, like, a thing that you're, like... Yeah, but well, it is in our world, of course. Liking Candy Crush is a sin. But, um... Uh, God himself said so. It was, uh, uh, Mark 4, passage 16. That's probably a real one. I don't know what it actually says. I'm replacing it with, thou shalt not play Candy Crush. Uh, yeah, please, someone leave a comment with that, uh, passage actually says. <laughs> Saves me some time searching it. I'm actually searching it, too. What did I replace? Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word at once, receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. I think that's a valid uh, message. Same message. It's the same message. That's the same message huh. you're replacing. The Lord works in mysterious ways. I was trying to think if that was relevant, but, uh... <laughs> is there a safe place that we can at least put I them in? I wouldn't know. It's two hours per level, and you're casting it as a level... I am a level How? 12 on Christ, We could do this all day. It's still a heavy load. It would still take a lot out of us to do it, is the problem. But we could, it's still feasible. We can still do it. It's like if, it's like if, uh, it's like if you carried around something with, that weighed anywhere from two to three hundred pounds. Yeah, this is a struggle. Yeah, I'll be moving half speed, won't you, Chuck? Yeah, I think that's the rule on that. And you got no more blessing of forever. Yep. No more blessing of forever. They have haste now. Oh, fuck, that is true. Alright, we do have haste now, but we do not have blessing of forever. Oh, no, we only have, have haste. haste. Whatever will we do? Um... Uh, two things, I guess. Uh, you said Audiostri, because uh, I said the turn into something. Audiostri is incapable of being turned to stone, correct? Correct. Okay, I say he lead the charge. We go, both go in blindfolded. I don't know how good you are uh, when it comes to that. But uh, we do, like, just in, uh, on the off chance that we have to deal with... Um, okay, you know, so the, it, uh, it does it through a gaze? Yeah, what's it called? The uh, lizard lizards. Um, I'm assuming it does, based on the context clues that the slaves said, don't look at it. And then, when you look at it, it turns you to stone, so I'm assuming it's some sort of, like, stone gazer, yeah? Okay. I'll write that one down. Tell people about that one. Make my own, my own book of arcana. <laughs> stone gazers! I'm currently just waiting because... for David's signal. I'm so sorry. Um... Alright, well, because uh, I don't want to, like, postpone too, too much. I just want to make sure that uh, uh, we, we could go ahead and get these guys out. I apologize, Don. I did not have your character being bring, being introduced here. So. Right, yeah, well. I think that's kind of, like, when we're done here. Uh, this is just cleanup, because, like, I, I think that we've got a situation where we can get y'all out. Yeah, they, and not, like, they could turn into to other backups gravel. or backups for a future campaign of a proper level. Mmm. Mm, I have an idea. I have an idea. If we can't find a good place to hide them, uh, to, to like put them away, we can hide them. They're statues, right? How much would? Okay, out of character. What the fuck are you gonna do with them? Send them all the way back to like? What we? The Thrashmore. We mail Thomas <laughs> and Toradriel to their parents. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. I'll send Jira to, uh, I'll send, where, I don't know where Jira's from, so, um, I'm just gonna send him to the, uh, to the Mysterium. <laughs> That's where we found him. Uh, what's Kafka Path doing? Uh, she's not going back in. I kind of figured. Yeah, she's sta standing back. Alright, we don't, I don't have the blindfold on yet, but I noticed that she's staying behind, and I'm going, uh, Kakatuff? I know you're not coming back in here with us, but stay right there. We'll be right back out with you. We want to make sure that you're safe, but, like, we can't guard you from out here. In here. We're not going to go fight Biting Lash. We're just going to go rescue our friends and get out. I forget. Does uh, Asad wear armor? Uh, he does wear armor. It's, uh, he's still wearing the Lionhide armor. Okay. Because uh, I have one more first level spell available after Ant hauling the party. Mage armor. That's not personal? Pretty sure it's not. Okay. I just uh, want to make sure. Creature touched. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. But she does say that she's she's not going to wait for you long. We'll be in and out. <laughs> I remember that Rick and Morty episode. Uh, what? Quick <laughs> <laughs> 10 minute adventure. Uh, we'll be in and out. She does respond with, they, that was set the last <laughs> well, we're time we're doing well. notably much less than they were. <laughs> Alright, so we're, we're going to advance Adios tree in front, Jesse right behind him, because Jesse gets a plus four to AC and saves when she's adjacent to Adios tree. Well, then everyone's going to have to roll a quick uh, initiative. Alright, new initiative scores, everybody. So, so I guess Jesse has hand on Adiastri to make sure she doesn't get separated because we're, we're going in eyes closed. Adiastri is going in bow drawn. I know. I mean, I know we rolled initiative, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna move my, uh, like, I'm gonna hold Wait. until and move after Jesse. We're like getting right into this immediately. Okay. Um, so, uh, what'd you get, Viv? I got a nine. I rolled a three. That doesn't bode okay, well. John, what'd you get? Uh, uh, I rolled a 15. 15? Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hold, though. I'm gonna so. put you first, uh, for right now. We do have the Ant Hall on right now, though, right? Yeah, we all have Ant Hall at last... No? We're gonna cast it when we get there? Ant Hall lasts 24 oh. hours from cast at level 12, doesn't it? It's two hours yeah. per... Yeah, so we, we got Ant Hall on. Yeah. We got it for a full day. Do you want to describe to Jesse? <laughs> The, the the scene that you see. Uh, they don't see anything because they're going in with their eyes closed. Sees anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's only Adiastri. You... Adiastri, what do you see with your angel eyes? I'm a an Asata, not an angel. Huh? We're not all the same. Oh. Jesse, you know me. Not well, but you know me at this point. Take no offense to what I say. So, okay. So, first round, it is kind of like a surprise round, I guess. Um, you can, you can move your speed, or however far you want to get. Our normal speed, right? Or yeah, or... it's not a surprise round in a sense that you only get to move your standard action. It's just going to be a round where only y'all act. Okay. I cast haste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you do that without what? Without looking? Uh, do you need? Yeah, oh, you wait. just need to be able to talk and. Yeah, do this before you eyes. close your eyes. Um, I might need to open my eyes to see us, but it's a good idea to cast this before we head in anyway. But either way, I know where everyone is here. So now we can move 30 feet, or 60 feet anyway, if we need to. Okay. Uh, for future reference, whenever we cast uh, Haste or um, the other one, Super Haste. Here's the thing. Fervor um, is imagine, a lesser version of Haste. Just imagine those anime energy lines. And then they go away after that. Right, but it, Haste gives more <laughs> benefits. What? 
Yeah, that's, that's what I was so also thinking. We go really? in, oh, and Adiastri can see the for... things, right? If they're there. Mm, okay, so what Adiastri sees is uh okay so what y'all what we currently see here is the a whole courtyard filled with uh dead gnolls uh you see that the lizards are like uh maybe like eating some of the gnolls uh having a small little feast uh you do see that they are they are statues in this courtyard some of them look to be like in a running form like the position uh, you also do see that there are some statues that look to have fallen over or have shattered. How yeah, gruesome. They're definitely unbalanced. Uh, and Does Adiastri have no, knowledge? No, he has religion? knowledge place. Also, didn't you say it would be arcane? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, it's arcane. He, he only has yeah. knowledge right, place. If it was religion, I would have definitely been able to. Um, right. We're within okay. 30 So, with, with y'all walking in, now it's the actual initiative, and actually yeah, the lizards go first. Round, right? Adiashri oh, hasn't wait. taken a standard action yet. Oh, okay. So he'll fire a single shot at one of these guys. Okay. Does a twenty-six hit? Uh, yes. Oh, that's a lot of damage. That's nineteen damage. Uh, you're attacking the close. Uh, this one. Uh, you chose. You chose correctly. Oh, cool. Only one lizard remains. And now they get to go. Uh, they do get to go. So it'll be one, two, three, four. Could charge five. if you wanted to. Uh, I don't think it's it's it's, val- it's a valid charge. Um, ooh, this will be a hit. Thirty-one matches. Uh, <laughs> I assume you're hitting Gaudi Astri. Thirty-one matches. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, fourteen points of damage. Uh, is this a creature with the evil uh, subtype? Uh, mm, actually, All right, cool. I don't think so. DR5 evil. I'll double check just to make sure. The, the correct answer to deal with Eidolons is typically to go for the summoner. And that's kind of why. Yeah, that's why in Magic the Gathering you attack the Planeswalker. Uh, now these are neutral characters. Well, even neutral evil creatures. creatures aren't necessarily these creatures are also able not to exactly overcome evil... DR, you'd need like an unholy weapon or be from an evil plane. Uh, they're magical Not beasts. Not quite. So, uh, it is. Okay, so wait, y'all, you're currently with your eyes closed. Yes, uh, both Jesse and Assad, I believe. Okay, so you are now blind in a sense, so y'all would actually have to roll a reflex, no, a acrobatics check to make sure y'all don't trip. If y'all are going to move more than half speed, I think. Is it more than half or more than ten? We looked it up last time, but I forgot. <clears throat> oh, I'm so glad that bees are, uh, blind search of the bees at the top of the conditions list. <clears throat> minus two to AC, loses dexterity, bonus to AC, takes minus, minus four to penalty on most strength and dex based skills. Concealment. Uh, blind creatures must make a DC 10 acrobatic skill check to move faster than half speed. Creatures that fail are now prone. Ah, uh, that is over half speed, barely. We moved five over half speed. Uh, you don't need to roll because you could have taken a double move. Uh, but Jesse oh does. Alright, we're good. Oh, we're good. You barely passed. It is uh, now your turn. I suppose it is best for Adiashri to take a five foot step back and Jesse's like, oh, okay. I'm guessing it's right to us. Uh, I don't think Jesse has a spell to cast here. 
so she's probably just she could summon a bunch of non-combat trained horses beautiful i love them they are now stone no <laughs> <laughs> um all right so now it's time for tradition we've got our first attack which is mini shot uh if the 22 hits that'll be two arrows uh yes all right so that's 19 and 16 let me just double check 19 and then 16 yeah. right uh also only apply dr once to across all the attacks because i now have clustered shots which uh is convenient um rapid shot attack uh 28 to hit 20 that's a hit uh 20 damage uh, okay. 20 damage regular attack 31 to hit that's a hit 18 damage it is dead the second iterative for good measure 21 to hit uh, the Astria is way oh, better boy. at this than Taradriel was he has a lot as an idol and he has a lot more stats is the catch also his is hey, against uh, regular AC not touch so Ariastri will make a quick scan of the room to make sure that there's no more. Uh, what do his eyes see with a 21 perception? Uh, with uh, everything I mentioned the first time. Nothing nothing else. Lots of dead gnolls, a bunch of statues, two dead lizards. I've killed two of the lizards. Is that all that there were? That's all that I was aware of. Uh, Jessie will open her eyes. Are we still in turn? Nope, uh, we're not. Not until we something are. comes up. Okay, so I'm going to swap out really quickly the uh, amulet of natural armor for the amulet of mighty fists on the off chance that I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Jesse will get out her own bow. Yeah. Let Let's progress. Let's progress in a uh, in a uh, in a uh, direction that is considered forward. Jesse, walk. Oh wait, do you have knowledge? Uh, arcane. <laughs> Man, Jesse doesn't know shit. It's okay, it's okay. It's, it, we don't expect her to know too, too much. Uh, she has a few ranks in fly, uh, max ranks in perception, and a few ranks in use magic device. She gets two skill points per level. Viv, I'm not saying that I'm glad that your other characters are dead, but Jesse was, I think, one of my favorite characters that you've made just conceptually. <laughs> well, that's actually nice to hear. <laughs> what's, the fem- what's the fem variation of a himbo? Bambina. Um, it would be a uh, Shibo. I, 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 hold on. Technically speaking, it's a bimbo, but uh, I don't think I don't think that's the word. That yeah, we... that's typically the <laughs> word they would use. A bimbo. It's a very attractive. It has a very no, but it has a very different meaning. Yeah, yeah. You I would never I mean? use that as a compliment, which I don't think you would use himbo necessarily as a compliment, but it's a it's less, it's it's less offensive. One. It's less offensive than bimbo. Here's the thing. Himbo has become a compliment. It was explicitly created as one, wasn't it? I don't think Ah, so. I don't think it was a compliment or necessarily an insult. More of just a descriptor. So, these are the, the three that you've been adventuring with? Well, these certainly are them, yes. As you do walk okay. by these uh, people, some of these were able to avoid turning <clears throat> into stone, and they are just letting you know how disgusted they are with you. I ignore them. We were fine before you got here! I Anyways, doubt that they'll um, continue to adventure whether or not we can save them. 
But, uh... Okay, look at the bright side. If we can at least get them out of the way, um, in, out of harm's way, I would much more prefer them being statues than a, uh, you know, a driveway, if you get what I mean. <clears throat> That's not a... Yes, yes. Driveways don't exist. I, a road. I, I also... You can drive a carriage or something. A driveway. Um, and I also believe that uh, various books and journals were on hand and would probably prove useful. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely would have been. Um, no offense, Jira, I'm going to pickpocket you. Very oh, I quickly. thought we were just going to carry them. That's true, but uh, on the off... Look, okay, I, I, I'm grabbing... Wait, hold on. No, I'm actually... You, you see me, like, hastily... By the way, this seems kind of out of character, but remember, Rasad is, like, in a different state right now. Uh, panicking kind of situation. And he's, like, pickpocketing everyone. And then... Uh, just like, yeah, no, no, you, you see him, he's, he's unabashedly just pickpocketing them. Uh, and just like putting uh, as much stuff that looks useful into his bag, he, uh... Taradriel's bag like, is uh, mostly he, full of bullets. Asad, perhaps Don't you should wait to see whether or not they survive being turned back? Huh? Oh, no, this is on the off chance that, like, we get assaulted or something and they, one of them is broken. Because I'd rather, you know, like, just, ha uh, like, have that on me, just in case, you know? Basically, Assad's grabbing the books. Well, yes, that, but also, and like, the sword. you know... And the sword. And the side. And, the, and, also, and, the, and also, everything else. Jesse? Uh, yeah, I was no, gonna say... Not a lot. <laughs> if we didn't come back for this, suddenly the villain from episode 100 would be very disappointed <laughs> when we didn't have the scythe. But, uh, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I've got everything, everything on me now. Uh, so, uh, if, uh, we need to, uh... In, in, again, on the off chance that uh, one of them is like crumbled or something on our way out, because we, I, I'm always expecting an ambush. Just putting that out there. Look up to to God. I can't be flat-footed now that I'm thinking about being attacked at all times. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but no. Uh, is that an actual thing you can take? Uh, I'll look into that later. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, I mean, that's his excuse for it, you know, so this, yeah, I mean, like, we don't know, we, we don't know, and I think it's, I think they'd understand if uh, they wake back up and I give them their stuff back, it'd be like, hey, I was holding on to this just in case, they're adventures, they know, they know the drill. Anyway, uh, looks at the, the people there, uh, I, I got nothing for you, I mean, seeing what happened to these three, I doubt that, uh, I could make a difference in actually helping you and uh, frankly if i fucked up you'd be dead either way so <clears throat> sorry oh yeah you're no telling the, the the slaves that or uh, uh who... more or less yeah and then uh saw points to her uh sorry for bringing this up it's just that, that we're in a place where there are slaves but uh that's out of character but you know um former slave by the way so you know I, I helped save her, just just a heads up. So, I, I know that I fucked up this time. Uh, Assad? Yes, I'm mad, I'm you sorry. You are not making yourself look better. I don't, I'm just save. I'm trying to save Grace, but apparently it's not working. Just, just, just pick up face. the face. <laughs> face. Donovan's like, please, I want to, I do want to get, I, save face? Yes, it's save face, not save Grace. Oh, I thought, it, why would it be save face? You're saving your own Grace. I pick up Taradriel. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jesse will pick up Thomas, and I guess uh, Ariashri is picking up Jira. 
Jura would probably be the heaviest out of them, them all because of, you know, the fire having been turned to flames as well. And of course, this means that we have put up our bows. Okay, as I start walking away, that, the, the slaves do start yelling at you. One of them does get up and goes like, um, don't, like, he, he's pretty furious with what's happening. He goes like, don't worry, we know you think their lives are way more important than ours. You're not offending us. Scums <clears throat> like you can't offend us. You're just like the rest of them. Oh, I'll be honest. There have been other I'm people that have been trying. I'm just doing this for a friend. I don't know these people, but they have. Funny thing is, Assad need. isn't the one who made any of these people any promises. The guy that Assad's carrying is. In all fairness, Assad did say we will. Did did actually say we will. We'll 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 help y'all out later if we can. Uh, mm-hmm. He he kept on saying, like we'll do it eventually. It, it was more an eventuality. Not as in, like, a here and now situation. <laughs> and then as you get uh, further and further away, he yells at, At night, pray for our death, because that will be more comforting than what will happen to us. Uh, if you need that sort of out, I could. Oh god, don't mercy kill him. If someone's asking for death and you kill them, I don't know, I don't think that's an evil act. No, 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 that's not the case. That, uh, not, no, no, not that. Uh, this is Assad saying that because he uh, okay hold on do not mercy kill him he doesn't know the end of his story he can suffer for for a year in here and then after that he, he'll probably be able to live a good life he doesn't know that we don't know what comes in store for the uh for us later sometimes you know you're 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 uh you're racing and you give up before you hit the finish line you are never speaking to someone who used to be a slave that they would yeah. know everything that they're gonna go- be going through. No, but Jesse got out. Is what I'm like. I, yeah. I'm not even trying Jesse to say that. Jesse was able yes, to get but out. John. This room is filled with more. Jesse will understand the odds of that happening. So I guess you could, uh, Jesse could look at it the uh, way. You know what? Yeah, they that that man can end up like me. But what about the woman next to him, or the other man across from him? Yeah, I mean you're taking. And even if he does get out, do you know how many of us? don't think it was worth the suffering i mean we're we're in a better place now but how long would it be before thing before they're okay the there's so much trauma associated with living like this jesse and and i presume this is still happening when we're back over there Uh, uh look i I'm not saying that I'm any uh, that uh, that I'm wise to this. These are just my thoughts. Like I can't, I, I can't make these decisions. I'm no more. I have no more uh, uh, agency in the grand scheme of things than you. So like, I get I get what you're saying, but like these are just my opinions. You know, like I get it. I'm no more important than any other person. And then he kind of smiles. That's a th- that's something that I learned recently, and I'm actually kind of happy about. But. I will say, I, you know, fuck it. If you guys want to do this, I, that's not on me. So, uh, now I'll, I'll turn back to him and say, "Is this truly what you want?" I don't know if David understands what's going on here. <laughs> I understand. It's just this is okay. a tough choice for me to make as well. You want to spend thirty minutes thinking about it, going back <laughs> and forth. The audience will really love it. And you know, I, I, we have two other friends who would like to play also. <laughs> This choice is a lot different is... than the choice you made. It's not that more different. I know, I just said that yes, it's it is. Less, 
No, I know I just said that his life isn't any less important than ours, but we're protagonists in a piece of fiction. Our lives are more important than his. <laughs> Does the guy want a mercy killing or not? <laughs> the binary answer, this, David. This is an interesting character moment for Jesse as well, just immediately. And obviously she she's not doing it maliciously. She's not going, oh, well, if you truly want death, I'll kill you. Like, she's legitimately... She understands. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I, I totally get that, too. By the way, if Biting Lash has been at the auction house this whole time, when she comes back, she's gonna be pissed. Um, Wait, she was a, she's not even here? If. Who? I, was a, uh, I didn't oh, hear you. Oh, if she was. Okay. No, who? I didn't uh, hear you. Biting Lash. Uh, biting Lash. Oh, okay, sorry. The thing cut out when you said that. Okay, okay, so this is what I'll, this is what I'll do. Um, out of all these saves, I say there's three remaining. Um... They all kind of stand towards the door, towards the gate, and they kind of like look in between to each other and goes like, um, um, he, he mentioned that you were once in our place, right? I was. I was held on a boat for many years. Or I guess it wouldn't be many years. I w but like, she was freed on a boat. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you I was freed <laughs> on a boat after many you're years. You're free on a, yeah, you're on the boat, but you still had to be held somewhere be sold and all that stuff 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 um so she so he tells you that um uh, you were lucky enough to be freed even if we are freed biting lash is still there she will come for us i don't want to die but i do not want to live this life more what y'all did here will make our lives a living hell so at this moment yes i seek death more than what might come if I remain here. It's just the one. Do, do they all agree, or is it just the one? They all kind of like they all kind of shake their heads, nod, but oh yeah, nod. Yeah, sorry. I understand. I am sorry that I am not capable enough to to free you, but if it made Assad run, Assad is one of the strongest people I've known and the other strongest people I know have known are apparently also dead. This is the best I can give you. And she will uh, set uh, Thonvez down carefully, make sure they are balanced. <laughs> uh, I get like final words. He looks at Assad and goes like, you may have started this with good intentions, but I don't think you bothered to take a step back and look at the consequences. The true consequences. What would happen if you did not finish what you started? And all I say, maybe in the future, take that step back and look at everything. And then he kind of like just like bows his head. They all do. They all turn around. They don't want to see this coming. Quickly, someone we tell them about the deity. Find. She, she doesn't worship Phrasma, but, like, it seems the most appropriate thing to say when mercy killing someone. And not resisting. I mean, like, I mean, it is an appropriate thing to say. <clears throat> well, uh, uh, so the thing about, like, Pathfinder deities, more or less, is that, like, you, you do have a focus of, like, who you worship, but for the most part, you acknowledge the existence of all the other ones. So, like, you know, like, like the Greeks, how they, like, if there was a certain cult for a certain god, you still understand that you still have to pass through Hades. Right, uh, and she will. You just don't worship him. Fire, uh, airs. Wait, can does she deal? 
No! I was thinking of that too, but no! <laughs> you don't have to roll for anything dare. like that. It'll just be like... It'll just right. be three coup de gras. Yeah, basically three coup de gras. They're not... They they are, like, healthy individuals in a sense, but a coup de gras from a level 12 character to like, a character who probably is maybe like a level 3 or 4, that's gonna kill them. Um, mm. Okay. And You've got quick... time to aim properly for a quickly fatal shot. Uh, so yeah, a quick... Hopefully, painless death. You, uh, the bodies drop to the floor, and as that happens, you start to hear like movement or rumbling coming from like upstairs, kind of. Of course. Like you start to hear like a lot more coming, so you think that maybe you know, if you're to leave, this is the best time. Yep. Pick Thomas back up, and it's like we should run. Running. If there's worse than what happened to these three, we don't want to be here. And we run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one last thing, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I guess as we're running. Yeah, big picture, huh? Uh, I wish only he knew what the big picture was. Actually, you know what? I wish he didn't. I'm glad he doesn't know. We're, we're running. Well, I haven't been moving the characters, but like... Yeah, it's alright. I have like I couldn't select y'all because y'all are around so many other characters. Right? That is... I don't like the fact I'm thinking about that character moment, and I'm just like... How do I feel about that as Jesse's player? One thing I can say real quick about just uh, tabletop role-playing in general is, honestly, I think it's kind of fun when you play characters that, like, make decisions that, like, are, A, immoral, bad, uh, like, things you wouldn't think of doing, but also, like, you know, just, like, uh, uh, like, things that, like, traditionally would not be considered a good, per- like, uh, like, in good character standing. Because, like, I think a lot of uh, hero characters tend to be very sanitized, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, you know, I think it's it's fine to have, like, characters that are, like, you know, like, nice and, like, paragons of justice and stuff. But one of the fun things that I've noticed that are uh, just tabletop playing in general, but also our characters a lot of the times, is that they just make bad choices for, like, what either is selfish reasons or what is perceived as selfish reasons by other characters. I don't know, I just, it's just one of those things I kind of like seeing, so. If it makes you feel any better, uh, is what I'm trying to say, is that I don't, I think it was an interesting thing that you did, oh, no, rather I, than I something that I would feel I do not think it was the wrong choice, done. and I'm not, it, it has changed how I see Jesse now, but I don't think it was out mm. of character at all. No, absolutely not. Can I have something to say right here? Sure. What you, what you got, Justin? <clears throat> Uh, I can be your Barry Allen, or I can be your Oliver Queen. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought my constant decides of, like, unsureness and all that <laughs> undercut scenes. I wish I was Barry Allen so I can go back in time and stop you from saying anything. I wish I could bear- be Barry Allen so I can stop people from being Barry. Like, um, okay. Uh, we reach to the end. Um, <laughs> we are we are back outside of um, this 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 military fort of Biting Lash, um, or Blash, I guess. Not really, but you start to hear like the sounds of like gnolls, kind of yelling and commanding, like, "Hey, check every nook and cranny. Make sure they're not still here." And the other, they're looking. What we had. While we had, I mean, I guess we, we have to see if we can. No, <laughs> uh, I guess we have to see if there's a uh, a wizard of appropriate level to cast this spell. 
in this city. In this city. Okay, so here's the thing. Since this character has not been used yet, I could replace one of my level six, my one level six spell with uh, Flesh to Stone. But I'd really flush? rather not. There's yeah. no reason why you would do that. Yeah. Why you would have that spell prepared. It is. Why I would have learned that spell. Yeah, I assume that yeah, if you only have one... Oh, you're an oracle, aren't you? Uh, We could also, if you do have the spell, we could just wait a day, if that's the case. He, he doesn't have the spell. Well, well no, it's, well, I could that. cast it three times if I had it, but there's no reason that said character would have that spell. Yeah. Mm, okay, I guess. This is also true. Um... But let, let's go search, I guess. Now that's a diplomacy check to gather information, right? <laughs> I'm bad at those. That is true. Um, gosh darn it. Um, um, notably, Teradriel does have a, uh, <coughs> what Assad would find to be a startling amount of money. I mean, both Thonvas and Teradriel have a lot of money. Well, Teradriel didn't have a lot of money until we destroyed that uh, tannery. Also, for the record, I'm not... Wow. Uh, I'm not taking any of the gear from uh, these characters, especially since Thonvas is going to be taking their gear with them. It's like, nope, I died. Thank you for bringing me back. You might compensate them the gold for it. But he... Uh, wow, I misgendered my character. They might what? compensate That is the best the gold for it. In your defense, you have almost every gender available to you right now. You have Ariastri, you have Jesse, and then you have... I already forgot Thonvis. I, I always forgot your name. And it won't be for that much longer. Um, That's not my name. That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's probably an inappropriate dead name joke uh, somewhere around here. But uh, I don't feel like making it, even though I'm like the person in this group who could accurate or who could make it. Hey, I mean, I said the word Oriental earlier, and I'm like definitely not in that category of people who should be able to say that. <laughs> You said it again, too. Yeah, I know. I did say it again. Hmm. Right, so Curious. Curious. Let's see if we can gather some information, figure it I guess. out here. This is a little bit difficult because I wasn't really prepared to look up, you know, what kind of sorcerers are in here. Um, I mean, it's based on a, <clears throat> a city size, isn't it? So uh, Yes. According to this, this city would only have uh, a... Spellcasting 7th level. So we can't find someone to cast the spell. <laughs> um, you know, I, have a, I actually have a question. Uh, I think I should probably roll a diplomacy check to do this. So I'm going to say what I'm going to do first, and then I guess I roll. Is that how you want me to do it? Uh, go for it. I, in the... Oh, wait. wait you don't is have to Kathy be a okay, spellcaster? Well, presumably. is a spellcaster in a sense. In a sense. But not the type of spellcaster. I mean, need. you have a thing called the text spellcaster. I, I do not. Anyways, um, she's, she's a spellcaster in the sense that the race she is has the ability to cast magic, but mm. uh, specific types of magics only orc. Okay. Um. So I want to know if there's any places in this town that are like safe havens. I, I don't know what kind of role that would be. Can I do a diplomacy check? Well, that's the thing. Um. Technically. Um. Because I got a good intimidation check. I can just walk up to somebody and say, Tell me what I need to know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> when I don't want to do that. Um, which I guess I could in character now, considering I'm kind of pissed. So, um, yes, there is one place you know of that you don't even have to ask. <clears throat> oh, okay. 
You don't even have to ask it. You know of a place you can go where you can feel safe. The princess. Oh, shit. Because that's the only place where you know Biting Lash cannot get you. Oh, but we can't just drop off these statues and go, we're going to leave. She's not going to like that. You're in, an impl- or- you're, you're in, a, in a waterlocked city with, like, no oh. way to leave. Leave it. <laughs> All right. In a nation that is mostly commanded and ruled over by gnolls, which just angered one of the highest, oh, like, highest-ranking gnolls in Okino. She's going to piss at us when we do this, though. That's the problem. That safe haven will very quickly be a not safe haven. But that's the thing. Um, so, okay. Mm. You have to have things run through your head, in a sense. And maybe this is just John not running things through their head. <clears throat> maybe a sod would run th- run this through okay, their head. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, she liked Thonvis. Thonvis is dead. Quotation. Asterisk. Question mark? Um, what she, but she was also, you know, Polythomus even talked about this, uh, off, you know, when you were off, uh, at the end or whatever, uh, that she was just playing, playing a character just to look good in front of Thonvis, Mm. you know, uh, she didn't even know about their family. She doesn't know about, like, what the matters, like, they the whole thing about getting a goblin whatever but she sure pretended to be and you know out of respect Thonvis went with it but it's, she's also definitely someone that Thonvis does not want to owe mm, that is also very true also Thonvis again main point quote unquote dead you worked for Thonvis in this thing uh, in the way they, they, they made yourself to be um, also she really liked you a lot I liked you a lot. Not in the, I want to bang him. More like, hey, I want you with me. Like, I want to own you. I saw you just mm. walked into her house. What makes you think you're going to walk out? Your master's yeah. gone. Maybe it's time for you to find a new master. Yeah, there's no truly safe place on the island, right? That's kind of Okay, all right, all right. Um, you, could find, you could try and find some very quick boat passage. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to relay all that information uh, back to uh, Jesse, just because I think, A, Asad does talk a lot out loud. Uh, anyways, I also don't want to repeat all of that, so there's that. But imagine that, but in a more panicked voice. Okay, alright, alright, hold on. Alright, so. Every place on this sta- every every single nook and cranny in this island is dangerous. We're also not near the, the this place, just a heads up. But uh, at least I am imagining that we're we're further away from this. Um, Probably back with... Uh... Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... So we've looked everywhere for a sorcerer, a wizard, a scroll, all this stuff, and we can't reasonably, like... But did we look everywhere for a scroll? Did y'all? I don't know what... I don't well, think... Well, I, I don't know check. if... I mean, it, it, this is good. It's gonna take time for you to do that. And yeah, uh, I think that's the issue. I don't okay. know if y'all have time to spare. Yeah, we are all, we're being hunted at this point. Yeah, y'all need to find a way off Ow, the island. quick. Okay. Do you have a boat? I know you flew here, but did you, like, fly off of a coast or something? I did not. Do we still have the iron spike of safe passage? How long does that last? We could use it to hide. How long does that last? I think it's as long as it's in the we ground. Can... Okay, hold on. Do you know that for sure? Oh, wait. Did you give him my character sheet? I have the character. Uh, well... Okay. Let's just make, let's make sure. 
Well, I, I know that we should have it because I, I, I made it, it when I was saw. Has it. Okay. So, I, I guess if a saw looked through the bag of holding, he would see it. Alright, so this thing lasts for... It's until you, uh, until you take it out. Until removed. It can be used any number of times and its effects okay, last... 15 feet high. So it's... We could reasonably fit all three of them in one area. Okay. And it looks like a pile of mundane crates or barrels, amount of rubble, or a small structure. Okay. Well... A terrible and funny way to do it is to actually just mail the statues <laughs> to, uh... <laughs> to the nobles do you even know where to ship them could we just send that's, them that's the well i remember where they're from where are uh, they from john right but do you know their address look okay they, they were the okay now this is okay okay hold on i pay attention but the problem <laughs> Wait, is, is that these are fantasy words with fantasy names and they're hard to remember okay <laughs> ends up getting the oh, uh the laundry family yeah Ends up getting freaking uh, Captain Sky to, to be the one to mail them. What oh. if they get their statues and, like, they don't bother to read the letter and be like, what do we want these for? We already have good ones. Throw those in the trash. No, 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 no. You gotta tell them. What. No! <laughs> <laughs> Throw them Drodril in the ocean. has awareness just for this moment. I hate my family. We can send them with Jira, too, just so that we can make sure that they're all, like, you know, like, uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hold on. Alright, so they're the Velandries. Uh I'm pretty sure that we could. Uh, somebody will be able to figure out that address. Um, they have their shit on them. Somebody's got to have their address on there somewhere. Um, but uh, if, if turned to stone, um, mail to... <laughs> uh, Thombus might have the like main yeah. address of their business. Sure. That's a good enough place. Okay. Wherever imagine that would uh, be. Imagine imagine I kind of want to get this a little bit hurry this up. Yes. Yeah. Can I just make a suggestion and go with this? Okay, you you need a safe haven for these people. Yes, you can send them to their family. You're unsure what would happen if they get there. If they even get it, you don't want to leave them at the at the temple guards because they they can still be found there. There, I mean, and if they are found, what can happen to them? All that good stuff. Why not just have them <clears throat> be sent to the sleepless agency? Back in oh my yeah. god, I was correct. <clears throat> leave a letter. Uh, letter to, yeah. to uh, Winter saying, hey, I know this is a weird thing we just sent you. <laughs> These people are still alive. They've been petrified. Please watch over them and, you know, or see if you can get them uh, fixed. Like, you would know this that's just like, instead of trying to think of a complicated or creative way to do this. Just also, that that's, a, that's a port town, which means it's not like deep in a forest. That non-elves aren't actually allowed to go to oh, typically. Oh wow, I was actually right. We'd <laughs> be sent to Winter. Yeah, but let's do that. <laughs> Months later, Winter receives a package, opens the letter, and is just looks at the statues. God fucking damn it, Assad! I like the suggestion. Let's. I, 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 vote, I, with I vote that, and I vote we. I mean, it sounds better than any other suggestion that was made earlier. <laughs> It'll be. Uh, it's a very heavy shipment. Uh, it'll cost you uh, probably like 200 gold pieces per statue. You can literally grab that out of Taratriel's pockets. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I... Uh, you would... If you were... Wait, you were... What, are we gonna, like, take my, uh, 200 what do you call it, them? Right? My pockets? Yeah, I so took I'm, all your... I took your shit, dude. Yeah, so technically, I would have leathers to heave. 
Oh, that's sweet. I'm reading them. <laughs> uh, no, me, the player, is reading right. them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so yeah, yeah, get to the port, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get we're, to the port. We're, we're going okay. there. We're going there. At the same time, you can also buy tickets to get off the island. I'm going to say tickets to the fair. Man. <clears throat> yeah, that that makes sense. We were going to end up at this port anyway to, okay. to get off the island. So I will say... As you guys are going through, as you guys are trying to set this up, again, you're trying to get this done as fast as you can, uh, because um, you've, like, it's, it's been a small group, but you've seen, like, gnolls who, who were dressed the same way as they were down at the fort. Uh, you see them, like, kind of, like, running around through town. Always able to avoid them, and you know, but you see that they have now come into town, so now they're lucky. Uh, so you're trying to get as fast, do it as fast as you can, uh, to get this stuff done. Um, so, as, so you're at the, uh, uh, uh so you're at the port, you see one of the, the dock masters, I mean, it gets, it gets up to you, it's like, okay, okay, uh, did you want to add any kind of warranty on this, in case they break or anything like that, we refund you back the same value in gold. Why not, go, on, go ahead and add that. Uh, what type of uh, package sheet? Uh, do you want us just to loosely put them in here like this, or do you want us to you know, put them in a box or some kind of packaging? Because that will be extra, by the way. Um, how would you like to get this done? Uh, no warranty, but... We need them transported as safe mm -hmm. as possible if they break the... Technically... Mm -hmm. Technically. The value becomes, ex becomes worthless. It... It, it, there's no way to bring back the value of it. Well, that, that's why the yeah, insurance that's why we happens. offer insurance. That, I whisper over to Jesse, do we tell them what happened? Or We can cover oh, up to... Think These of it as life insurance. Stone. So if there were marble or anything like that, we can probably go higher. But for stone statues, we cover up to a thousand gold pieces. They're, they're, you don't understand. These are one-of-a-kind Toblerones. They're, I understand. Uh, they're not, they're but not it seems on, to be made of regular stone, though. So the highest we offer for warranty for stone statues is a thousand gold pieces. Uh, would you like for, to uh, go ahead and register for that warranty? Uh, you see, the problem is that they can't be remade. Um, first, what are, what are your, like, we need to know your protection package for just maintaining them best. Because that is our first goal. Honestly, they are, Asad, they are less likely to break. It, things only break if you don't get the insurance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Fine, we'll get the warranty. Awesome, on all three statues, correct. That's just going to add another uh, gold pieces on there, but okay, pack special packaging, uh, using the ultra packaging for that. Okay, got that. Okay, we'll get them wrapped up. How soon did you need these checked out? Pretty soon, I'm guessing pretty soon, uh, right? Express. Uh, okay, so it seems you have Threshmore at your location. Uh, Drop-off, that's about a five months travel. Uh, we'll try to get there as soon as possible. We'll go ahead and put it on our earliest shipment out here. But, okay, we'll go ahead and take care of this. You see them kind of pick up the statue and one of them kind of like almost drops it. Um, as this is happening. Hey, that we put the most insurance on that. <laughs> you hear one of the managers say, Shit, they already paid for warranty. We gotta, can't break them now. Um, what? Hold on. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know how <laughs> Yeah, they, they just break statues for fun, don't what you know? What kind of business model is that? Well, they already have your money if you don't pay the insurance. This one actually has the warranty. Make sure you don't break it. Um, so, uh, um, 
you break it, it's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> so as they're like yeah. getting all these statues situated, you start to see like the nose group are starting to like get like they're starting to come out more. You start to notice them actually looking throughout the city. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're we're good, we're good. Uh, <laughs> is that everything we needed? Um, so as as uh, as they're picking stuff up, um, they're okay. So. So as as these dockmen are getting all these things ready, uh, the group does hear a voice shouts out, and, uh, and, and and Justin, what do they hear? Hey, whoa! What are you doing, with my friend? Uh, sorry. Uh, that there, that's my friend. You get okay. There's there's like six of us here. You've got to be specific. <laughs> he points to the stone. Actually. Okay, there's three stones. <laughs> actually, I, wait. He looks like my friend. Oh my god, he kind of looks. Why, like, is he, uh, why does this guy look like wait. my friend? He looks at Jesse, and he looks at, at, at uh, he looks at Jesse, and he kind of smiles a little bit. You know, sometimes I sometimes I um, I uh, feel like fate is a fickle mistress, but uh, sometimes it does shine a little bit of uh, light on us. Hey, friend, are you friends with Nestle and Jira? Sorry, what did you say? Uh, are you friends <laughs> with Nestle and Jira? Yes. Oh. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Indeed we do. <clears throat> Wait, is this you? No. Oh, okay. uh, Describe what no. they look like. He's a stork, short guy with a beard. Oh, he's a dwarf. And he is somewhat muscular. Wearing a robe. A monk's robe. Oh, okay. Uh, he sees, he, I mean, he sees you. He's like... Uh, your friend here is, uh, is an ally of mine. Unfortunately, he's been uh, turned to stone, and we're sending him back to... Uh, yes, 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 to... you're um, Assad? Wait, did you say that out loud? Yes. Yes? I believe. Uh, I've, gotten, I've gotten mail about you. Okay, I see my reputation precedes me, I guess. I'm not a big fan of that, but yeah, go on. You are... Yeah, actually, I have no idea who you are. Uh, I'm Jesse, and this is Ariastri. A pleasure. Uh, with these introductions uh, happening, um, we will. Okay, so we'll take a quick pause here, and uh, we're gonna do. Okay, so we'll take a quick pause before before we uh, we, we wrap things up. Okay, for for a second, we we leave the setting we're currently in. And uh, it, it is gonna be a little bit weird, but I didn't want to do this too early because it kind of spoils things. And I kind of wanted maybe I don't know how many of y'all know, but it, it would have ruined it. Kind of would have kind of ruined it for the listeners in a sense. So that's dramatic why, irony. Yeah, that's why I'm leaving it to the end. So it doesn't yeah, fit normal. That's why I'm gonna leave this. It doesn't fit normally in the flow of the episode. But One person was told about the possibility, but never uh, received whether or not there was an answer on it. Okay, okay. So then, this is not something we pl- I, we planned or anything. I, I literally just told Don, "Hey, have your freedom with this really quick." So here we go. So we do. We have a little bit of. Uh, we, we we pause at the situation we currently are, and and we flash back to the Mysterium, uh, to a specific moment. And we find ourselves in the second floor of the Mysterium. During the battle against this invisible creature we once fought. I forgot I already forgot the name of it. Um the first time we counter it. I do remember 
It was the spawn of Yog Sothoth. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. Something. Um, we fought this creature. Uh, the first time we encountered this creature, so it is a sod. I think it was uh, Jira and Zal. We see Zal back for a few seconds, and we have Anya there, or Andres. I think it was Andres. And, no, it was Anya at the time. Of oh, death. Anya. Okay. So we see the whole encounter play out again. We go up to observe this body that was on the floor. Once, uh, once we get to it. We start to get attacked by some unseen creature, and we see Anya get killed, bite in half, and we see her lower half just fall limp to the floor, and every and you know it freezes there. That's everyone sees this body just get torn apart, and then we fade into darkness, and we hear we hear the voices of two very familiar people. We see. Andres and Anya standing in the black void. A little bit of confused where they're at, what's happening. The last thing they remember or Anya remembers is being hit by something and then blacking out. On Anya and Andres, you do hear the sounds of water dripping and something moving within the water. Just kind of immediately starting start moving away from that sound. Andres following her. Um so Anya's fairly familiar with um, how it feels to die by this point. Yes. She does the most amount of times. Yes. yes. Which means that Andres has a base idea of it. So uh, as they're getting tra- work moving away from the sound, Andres is just, if you brought me out, we'd still be alive. All I do is try to protect us. Immediately followed by Anya just, you killed Nestle, you Asshole! I did what I could to keep us safe. As you're having this conversation, something catches your eyes. Out in the distance, you see... It's a little bit cheesy, but you see an end. You see a bright light out in the distance. Anya will check behind to see if she can see anything with the light coming from ahead. Uh, up ahead, you don't... It's, it's weird... You don't see anything up ahead other than a white door in the distance. Behind you, you also see nothing, but you know there is something back there approaching. And then for a second, you don't see this, but you feel something stretch out from the darkness and kind of whip right past between you and Andres, or Anya and Andres. Like, it was like, it tried to catch you, but it missed. Yeah, at this point, the two are running, and Andres is just, you're the one who created me, in an, in an effort to hold the knowledge that you were having trouble understanding. All of that alchemy came from me. And then Anya's just, yeah, and you killed my friend. Have fun with your new one, and trips it. As you do... A tendril reaches out from that same darkness, and you see it cover Andres as it starts dragging him into the darkness. And the last thing Anya sees of Andres is a look of abject betrayal on his face as she runs for that doorway. And for a second, you've done enough of a distraction that you are able to approach the door in that last second, you feel something kind of like 
graze your back, but it's almost like that that lunge, that that attack towards you, gave you enough momentum and pushed you through this tunnel of light. And when you get past it, you're in <laughs> you're in some kind of waiting room. Mm. And standing in front of you, um, you don't you've never seen this being before, but you perfectly understand who it is. The I guess the keeper of the boatyard. You see uh Phrasma. Uh she saw what had transpired and she goes yeah, she says Sila Child, what kind of mess have you gotten yourself into? Do you know what that was? Well, the part of me that did know, I kind of tripped and left in, left in there. But it probably relates to all of the um, weird eldritch stuff that was going on when I was alive. I don't know what you've done to get your life entangled in that chaos, but it seemed like you've been touched by it. A small portion of it still seems to linger within you. I don't think I can let you go by. I don't think you can journey to the boneyard yet. Whatever's going on, whatever you left behind, you must go and clean it up. Because I've fought those creatures before, and I know the damage they can deal. And you see, like, a weird creature uh, kind of, like, walk up from behind Phrasma. Uh, how did you describe them? looking as um effectively faceless um the closest they have to a face is a spiral marking on a sp- effectively smooth uh facial structure almost like a mask but it is actually their flesh and a pair of butterfly wings um overall the body appears feminine uh Phrasma turns and starts to walk away and goes uh they come i usually don't do this I guide every soul to their grave, but yours is not ready. Take care of this mess, then you can rest. And this being that you described grabs your hand and like, you just vanish. You feel it pull you through the world. And now we are back at the Mysterium. We see the, what has still hasn't been like completely cleaned up. We see like dust and rubble start to gather and kind of like in a swirl. Whatever. And Anya's body begins to form. Uh, and Anya has been rebirthed. She is not the same as she was, however. What was once yellow is now gray. And you also scared the shit out of a student who was cleaning up in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, they turn and goes like uh, you're not supposed to be here I'm terribly sorry um, oh, this is exactly where that happened Um, do you mind taking me to Elder there uh, yeah yeah I'll let them take care of that and you see him kind of just like run off uh, we get back to Okino and as this little conversation thing is happening between uh, Justin's character and the, and the party. Uh, Asad... Oh, yeah, Asad and Jesse, both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a very familiar voice uh, call, call Slightly out Slightly echoey. She is wearing full plate right now. 
but you do hear a familiar voice calls out to you. That you, Assad? He kind of like. You, are you like completely in armor, or is it just? Yes, your, uh, it I would think maybe you'll take armor. off your helmet for this moment. Well, yeah, just kind of of armored figure taking off a, their helmet to reveal what looks like a black and white version of a younger Anya. You know what? I was gonna say insight check, but honestly, uh, I I think this is more of an irrational decision. Anyways, he sees you immediately and he runs over there and, and like hugs you. Return the hug and just kind of all right. We don't have much time to lose. I've already got us tickets off of the island to the mainland. Um, it might not necessarily be to the best point of port of call for where we're wherever we're going next, but let's go. Those ghouls are about to be checking I, the docks themselves. I was told <laughs> I hear you were dead. Uh, she I was. was a friend, I presume. Another friend. Friend, what's your name? I, I'm so sorry. I, I, you were about to tell me, and then Nanya showed up. Oh, don't worry about it. You may call me Hundred. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> that is so on the nose. <laughs> but it's just a word. Huh? It's just a word. It's just a word. In the tradition of Ju- Justin's characters of names being very innocuous in the world that they live in, but very clear references in our world. <laughs> but where does that fall under your logic of it being a normal name now? That's no longer yeah, a normal name. It's not no longer a normal name, bro. You can't you can't say it. got normal name. That's now. true. But it's still just a hundred is the name of a legend, a grand legend, one could say. Almost three of them but, put together. Oh my god! Sorry, Don. As you start to see the gnolls are approaching the docks. Where are Kakata? What are we? Oh, is she already? She's, she's not with us anymore, is she? Kathy. She's following you. Okay. Um, she's the one that's gonna guide you. <clears throat> that's true. That's true. Oh yeah, Anya, Kakataf, Kakataf, Anya. Nice to meet you. Fortunately, the captain is very good about keeping things hush-hush as to who he's transporting. Um, honestly, I have a lot of questions, but I feel like that's a next time thing. That is a next time. Ooh. Questions can wait <laughs> so, until we're at sea. So, um, that well, that's basically where we end tonight. I'm happy that we got this far. This makes it like a perfect little little epilogue episode i guess we do the introductions here of new characters we get to more specifics uh stuff later uh and hopefully starting next episode we can uh start book five for sure we have officially ended uh i will say because y'all didn't finish this uh y'all did not have enough xp to level up and you were so close to are are we behind now uh now you are behind but just by very little just by very little, very very little. Uh, your next encounter should be enough to level y'all up, so y'all can get that level up ready. I'm pretty mm. sure by the next encounter y'all should be good. Um, but yeah, that's where we end tonight. I'm happy that we, even though we do get some new characters introduced, they're not technically new characters. <clears throat> yeah, I was actually really excited about that. Yeah, they're people that, and and again, I want to thank Don for figuring out the the like the character he he played the race because that made it so easy for me to. <laughs> get Anya in here it's one of those like if, if I can avoid introducing a totally new character I will thank y'all immensely for that um I, Justin's characters every time he makes a new one they're they, they feel like extensions that nestle to me anyways because they're all like they're all like an extended family I also want to see how far Justin's <laughs> gonna go with, these, with this candy thing I don't know there's there, there's no way to run out of candy you know that you see, he'll never run out I, I was expecting it to be like uh, a first name and a last name, and they were both M names. <laughs> you call me <laughs> M-M. M-M. Uh, I can't wait until we know. meet 
I can't wait until we meet three ma scuteers. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark Mars. You may call me M N M. First of, for, first of all, um, <clears throat> John, you're completely wrong on that one because I have another character. His name was not three Musketeers. His name was Elon Musk. Oh no, no! <laughs> is he a muskrat? Actually, his oh, okay. name was muskrat. So, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna end it here. I have to go figure out what city we're going to, anyways, because I have no clue. Uh, oh yeah, you still gotta prep for the next book. I still have to prep, so I have no clue so what to sorry. do. So we will continue this on the next one. Hopefully, we can start officially book five. I'm gonna kill <sighs> hundred so we can start playing with three musketeers. I don't want that. Uh, let's go. Uh, well, I mean, it'll be a while because then I'll have to.